The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Rap Critic, how are you doing this fine week? I took a little nostalgia trip back to uh, City High. I've never heard of City High. Wait, so you haven't heard this song? I heard it? Yeah, I've never heard of them before. Oh, I I think they were one-hit wonder. I think this is their one-hit. What year was this? 2000-something? Yeah, because the movie Life came out, and this was on the soundtrack. Oh, don't fucking... Don't do this to me. Don't... What? Don't bring up Life on this goddamn podcast. The last time we did, I ended up crying. Uh, (laughs) What? Remember? No. You fucking talked about Life. The fucking Eddie Murphy movie, right? Yeah. And I watched clips of it on YouTube, and I ended up crying. That, was that on the show? Did we keep that? I think we did. I'm pretty sure I ta- I left that in. Holy shit, gotta link that, bro. You just showing emotion. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. I, uh, it was right before we started recording, and I watched the, I watched, like, different clips of it. And yeah, what did you watch? What part? I watched the part where they were, uh, it was, like, just different parts in the movie, but it culminated to, like, them being transported or whatever, and, oh, we're, we're gonna get our freedom, but, oh, no, the guy died, so we're not gonna get our freedom uh, now. Yeah. And then later it's like, oh, they're fucking, they're digging the graves, and, oh, they're fucking, they burned down in that house, man. They fucking went in, and, they like, they, they ended up dying in that house. And then you fucking see them at the ball game, old as fuck, and that's when I started crying. <laughs> like, enjoying what little of life they have left. It was like, god damn it! It's, it hit me so fucking hard. That was like, that was one of the first instances of my fucking, like, I never used to cry at movies. Like, legit, I never cried at fucking movies. But right around that fucking, like, last year-ish... I don't know what happened, but yeah, it's like the littlest goddamn things. Fucking commercials, some songs like mm-hmm. "Praying" by Kesha got me. Um, that one commercial where it's like, oh, we got a baby and we got a dog, and the baby doesn't like the dog, but the baby likes a stuffed lion, so we put a lion mane on the dog, so the dog now looks like the lion toy, and now the baby likes uh-huh. the dog. It's like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Things that make me cry. Yeah, things involving children always make me cry. And there's something about just like, man, I was one of you, and I used to be innocent, and they ruined me, and I don't know why they did it. I didn't deserve it. I don't want you to be ruined. No, you're so beautiful and pure. Please stay that way forever. See, what got me was the dog. I didn't care so much about the baby. But uh, the dog, though, uh, because, like, like, the like the dog walks in, and the baby's like, eh, it starts crying or whatever, and the, and the parents are like, eh, you gotta, you gotta go in the other room. The baby doesn't like you or whatever. And he's just like, hmm. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. He looks all sad, like, like, dejected. But then finally it just ends with, like, the baby reaching out to the dog's face, like, fucking accepting it. Like, animals get me all the time, because... They don't have the faces to, like, express emotion. That, like, that always fucking gets me. I remember one of the first things that got me, because they're not people. People, fuck people. (laughs) I've I've realized that now. Was, it was a special for Jim Henson. And it was, like, in the 90s. It was, like, right after he died. 
and it was the Muppets, and they were celebrating, and they were getting a show together, like they were planning a show. And All of they were like, fucking things after, like, 1981 are about, like, putting a show together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everything about the fucking, the, uh, the Muppet show is just putting on a show. Yeah, it's like, god damn, this shit was, like, way too goddamn meta. They're goddamn busy as fuck. Um, and they're all like, hey, do you think Jim is gonna like this stage setup? Oh yeah, Jim's gonna love it. We got this, we got this performance lined up, and oh, he's gonna love it, he's gonna think it's so great. And it just fucking culminates to where the Muppets find out that Jim Henson died, and they all get really sad. It's Holy like, shit. oh no! Holy <laughs> shit! Why the fuck would they do that to children? It's too much, dude. Like... Ah. That's too much. The innocence of the, like, not being able to comprehend the emotion or understand what's going on around them. I think that's what gets me about animals. What's fucked up with me is that, like, all right, imagine being the parent, like, watching that with your kid. And, like, Mm. like, what is your emotion? Like, is it just like, like, you know how when you watch a movie with someone who doesn't know what's going to happen in the movie? And, like, (laughs) you're like, ooh, they're going to get to the surprise. Ooh, like, is that what, like, what about, because it's like, the only other one could be, like, like, you, you you know, you're, you're not seeing the TV, right? You're doing whatever you're doing. Your kid's watching Mm. the TV. It's like, yay, we're going to get Jim Henson on tonight. He's going to be here. And, I mean, you went to work this morning. You heard the radio saying that he was dead. And so you're like, you're like, you know, doing your stuff. And you turn and you see, like, you know, they're talking about Jim Henson's totally going to be here tonight. And you know, and damn well he's not. And you're like. Oh my god, this is not the time I wanted to talk to my child about death. Your eyes get all big, you just look over like, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, no, not tonight, sweetheart, we're not watching the moment show tonight. No, 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 I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it right now. That's a date. It's a day and shit. <laughs> Like, I gotta deal with this shit and still go to bed and wake up for work tomorrow like, and gotta, act like everything is okay. Yeah, exactly. Cause, like I didn't just fucking have to tell my children about death. And the thing is, like, the question doesn't stop there. It's not, oh, no. You know, it's like, it's gonna be a whole conversation. So I was just like, no. Oh, I will do this on my time, goddammit. Daddy, are you gonna die? I can't do it. <laughs> I, 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 am I gonna die? Oh no! I love the idea of just refusing, just knowing that it's a lie. When you're like, no, it's for your own good. It's not even for her own good. It's actually better to just tell her. But it's just, it's just for you. It's completely selfish. It's just for you because you, you're seeing the innocence drained from their very souls. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, it's even worse than I remember. <laughs> oh, okay, so. <laughs> god, this is bringing up a whole thing I did not even anticipate talking about. Yeah, I was gonna, we were supposed to be talking about City High, goddammit. It's fucking rough, dude. And yeah, they all sing a song, and Kermit walks in, and he hears the song, and he's like, Hey guys, that's great! You know, that's exactly no, what Jim Horton wanted. No, he hasn't heard yet, no! That means the heartbreak is, like, doubled because he's only hearing it for the first time. And, you know, that that's all well and good. But we have to experience people experiencing it more than once. No! <laughs>
No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, oh shit, we're all looking around like, oh man, this sucks. Oh fuck, Kermit doesn't ah, know. No, that's not Who's allowed. gonna tell Kermit? That's oh no. Not allowed. Okay, so let's get back to it. Let's get back. City to it. High. I I love how this song. I think people need to come back to this song, right? Because this song is like the the feminist anthem of guy shut the fuck up and just listen to what the woman is actually saying listen to her fucking experience right so you know this fucking dude's like first of all he's talking to kids right he's like hey boys and girls want to hear a true story saturday night it was like this wild ass party they had the liquor overflowing the cup about five six strippers trying to work for a buck i took a girl outside with me her name was Lonnie. She went to junior high with me. I said, why are you up in there dancing for cash? <laughs> I guess a whole lot's changed since I've seen you last. Now, first of all, he's like, oh, shame on you. How could you possibly be in the strip club dancing for cash? That's something you should look down upon. Unlike me, someone who just went to a strip club to see girls shaking their ass. Like, like come on, bro. Like, where do you stand right now? Like, what is your morality, really? You know what I'm saying? Do you just go to the strip club to shame people? Yeah, exactly. Fucking Captain Save-A-Ho-Ass, motherfucker. <laughs> what a fucking dick. <laughs> we get into the fucking chorus. It's a goddamn monologue dressing this man down. Like, telling her, telling him about her fucking life. She's like, what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? And the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money and his daddy's gone. Somewhere smoking rock now. In and out of lockdown. I ain't got a job now. So for you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. Mm. Like, like, it literally ends with, mm. Like, <laughs> you really thought you was just going to come in here and be like, Hey, girl, have you ever thought about not stripping? And, you know, she was just going to be like, Oh, wow, I never thought about that. I guess I'll go get my PhD now. Like, no, motherfucker, it's a little harder than that. Girl, you ain't the only one with a baby. That's no excuse to be living all crazy. I was like, okay, if taking off your clothes for money is is a living crazy, I just honestly want to say, like, like, being naked is, like, literally the most natural thing any human being could do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so just the idea that it's just like, I take off my clothes and people pay me. Honestly, it's more crazy than the people who pay me. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, because, like, just being naked is like, anyone can just be naked. Why the fuck are you paying just to see people naked? But it's specifically because, huh, we value these things and, you know, what a woman looks like. You know what I'm saying? Then she looked me right square in the eye and said, every day I wake up hoping to die. And she was like, good God. <laughs> It's like, she said, nigga, I know about pain because me and my sister ran away so my daddy couldn't rape us. Before I was a teenager, I done, I done been through more shit that you can't even relate to. Like, you don't fucking know. You have no idea. And that just goes to show, it's just like, all these people who, like, judge, like, women, you know, and they're like, hey, is someone's cat calling me and I get mad at them. It's like, when you impose yourself on someone else's life, it's like, you don't get to, like, you know, dictate the way they will react to you, you know? So, like, for these motherfuckers that are like, oh, I'm gonna catcall at this girl, well, okay, but if she rips your fucking head off, that's, you had that fucking coming, because it's like, you could have just left her the fuck alone, but no, you think you can tell somebody what the fuck to do with their lives. And so she's like, fuck it, 
I'm gonna give your ass the truth, you know? What would you do, guy? You know, she asks him, so he'll shut the fuck up, but, like, he thinks he can fucking actually answer, right? And he's like, oh, I would, I would let go of every excuse. It's like, the woman was fucking raped by her dad, the person who was supposed to protect her. Like, I mean, if her, you know, if her life isn't exactly perfect and she doesn't make all the best decisions, give her a fucking minute, Jesus. That is such a complex song that I was not ready for when you told me to listen to it. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, um, so that fucking caught me off guard, but wow, yeah, I wonder how a song like that put out today would play out. It would be, uh, there honestly probably wouldn't be male verses. It would probably just be, we're not even gonna listen to the goddamn- Yeah, like, I don't need to hear what the fuck- Like, the whole point is, this song is still grappling with the idea that, wait a minute, maybe I don't need to hear the male guy's opinion. Like, you know? But at this day, it would be like, no, no, no. We know we don't need to hear your fucking opinion all the goddamn time, you know? Yeah, the fucking devil's <laughs> advocate can fuck off. We're not yeah, gonna listen exactly. to that shit. This week on the Going Off Podcast, we are talking about the new album by Burner. Um... I'd never heard of Burner, but apparently he's got a new thing, and it's a new album, and it's there. It's called, uh, The Big Pescado, and his- and the album cover is, like, a coffee stain on a napkin, but it looks like no, his it's face. No, it's him- it's him with weed. It, it- it- it looks like a coffee stain. Oh, okay, I see it now. I just clicked uh it. Oh, I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Dude, it looks like fucking, um, what's that fucking thing where it's like it's the face, and you take oh, the magnet yeah. stick? Et yeah, it's like an etch sketch but... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, oh, you put the, you put like an afro on the guy's head. <laughs> ah. It's what it looks like, but it's weed. Like a weed magnet. That, that's probably what he would call himself. Oh! Like, like <laughs> pancake, man. <laughs> oh, thank God he didn't. It sounds like a fucking written Stimpy superhero. What did you think of, uh, the big Pescado? Darren. Uh, uh, it was cool, actually. The first fucking song, it, it, Greed, spelled like it's a, gonna be an acronym, like cash rules everything around me. But he just said, greed rules everything around me. And so it's like, well, that that's not greed. That would be Gream. Gream. <laughs> greed rules everything around me. Gream. Pressure. Actually, I, I enjoyed that one as well. Uh, wait for it. I see the thing is like I thought that was dope too. I think it's weird that it feels like Game is trying to sound like J Cole now. Like is that just what he does? So like he's just trying to sound like what? What does the game sound like? Because I fucking forgot at this point. Okay, so there's two songs in a row about being paranoid while dealing drugs, and it's just like, man, if if it's that bad, maybe you should just like stop, like. Like, you know, like, you have you have loose lips, it's just like, man, you know, motherfuckers be tapping your phone, man, you gotta look out, you know, and you have Noid, where it's just like, oh man, the cannabinoids got me paranoid, ah, I'm feeling the void, ah, it's just like, dude, maybe you should stop, like, Jesus Christ, like, this isn't, this isn't fun, like, you know, then you had play a role, uh, I didn't like that one, had a weird lyric in it where he's like, I ride dirty in the Cadillac. Don't fire up yet. When we get there, we gonna celebrate. And I don't drink Moet. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, who says, we're gonna party and have a good time. And here's what I won't do. Like, what? 
<laughs> you better not fucking serve me Moet. I ain't drinking that shit. He's like, well, could you tell me what you are drinking? Like, what the fuck? Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna make you guess. You figure yeah, it like, out. That'd be more pertinent information and shit. <laughs> I need to know what to buy, Burner. <laughs> oh my god, at the end of player role? Dude, that fucking chick was spitting some cold fucking game. Like, goddamn. <laughs> he was like, I ain't gonna be one of these bitches that's out here sucking dick for free, having her life get ruined and shit and not getting no cake. Fuck that. It's like, I, it's just like, you'd rather have one million followers than one million dollars, you stupid ass bitch. I was like, holy shit. And then, like, I, I, I mean, I kind of understand that with the sequencing, with the, the next song, which is Busybody, it was like, oh man, these women sure is hoes, am I right? It's like, but technically, like, her skit kind of gave you a reason why, like, the whole lifestyle exists. It's like survival, you know? And so for this song to be like, oh, women are hoes, am I right? Only wanting you for money and not caring about you. While we make songs about how we don't care about women and only want money. You know, and then it's like, you know, I'm typically, like, I mean, I've never really been about too short like that. But no. in 40, I've always found, you know, creative and interesting. But, like, there's songs, like, you know, okay, these guys make songs, you know, that are, like, disrespectful to women. Like, that's just the way it is. But this song was just, like, it was just, like, I, I think I guess I just reached the saturation point in this particular instance. Of course, it was just, like, it wasn't funny. It wasn't ridiculous. It wasn't over the top. It was just mean-spirited, what mm. they were saying, you know? So it was just, like, man, like, I don't want to hear this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Big Bags was just like, hey, the guy with the album cover that's literally his face made into weed, or, or weed made into his face, did you know he likes to smoke lots of weed? Am I listening to the fucking Cottonmouth Kings? <laughs> it's like, in case you didn't know, let's bring on Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa and Devin the Dude, and it's like, alright, we get it. And, and yeah, and so it was just like after a while, the album just started to peter out, which sucked because it was just like, you know, it had a solid enough sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not like I didn't want it to succeed. It's just, it got very samey and sort of uninteresting after a while. And, you know, I feel like that happens to a lot of albums. Like, they just start to sag because mm -hmm. they don't think about the whole picture of, you know, presenting a, a, a full product and not just a bunch of songs, you know? that That's my overall takeaway, is, like, the album just kind of blurred together for me. Like, I don't really have too many uh, specific thoughts on particular songs, because, like... I can go totally understand that in this case. It was so... This is just every fucking... Like you said before about, like, the West Coast sample, it's like... This is every gangster rap album you've heard, and it sounds dated because it's it's not bringing anything new. It's just the same fuck topics, the same fuck tones. Like, oh, we're talking about weed. Now we're talking about being paranoid. Now we're talking about the bitches. It's like, oh, fucking right, dude. <laughs> like, I just, I so was uninterested by pretty much all of it. Honestly, like, I I would give it a three because it's so mediocre to me. Yeah, me too. It was just passable, you know? I wouldn't recommend it because there are so many people who have done what he's doing here better. People on this album that have done it better. Right, and right. it's just what the fuck ever. 
and it's almost an hour, which was just unnecessary. <laughs> like, come es- on, man. Especially when topics are being repeated and revisited so much, you could have fucking cut some of these out. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you wasting our time? You know, like, it's mine and your time that you're wasting. Like, you know, cut that shit short. He was short, sweet, and to the point. Man, and the fucking other album is even longer. <laughs> but yo, I, I, this is where the fucking conversation is gonna happen. Oh yeah, because all the time we review, uh, you know, critical darlings, you know, ah, and people want to get at us and be like, "Oh, you just don't get it, rap critic. You just don't get it, muse." That wasn't the right album you should have reviewed. No, no, no. It Every was time. this album that you should have reviewed. Mm. Yo, I am so sick and tired of, of people the Photoshop. giving me the runaround. I was like, let's do it. Oh, yeah, hold on. Uh, I'm going to cut this out. I need the name <laughs> in front of me. Other good people. Post haste. Oh, oh, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like tapping my papers together. <laughs> what about my notes? Okay, um... Ah, wait, who said that? Fucking, who said uh, that? what's her name from the Breakfast Club? Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah! When, uh, what's-his-name was you in there, and he just like... You don't put some respect on my name. Yeah, and he just leaves, and she's just like, what about my notes? <laughs> she had questions! Fucking ready and raring to go, and didn't get to ask any of them. Yeah, I'm trying to be fucking, uh, professional. Oh, she was the fucking A student, did her homework, and he just fucks off, ropes her into it. All all three of y'all, you too, even though I don't even know who the fuck you are, I'm coming <laughs> after you too. Like, that's like the teacher getting mad. That's like you doing homework, and like, it was really hard for you. So you really sort of like, did your best, you studied, this is a point of pride, this is something you wanted to learn more about, this is something that you wanted to... Be your best on. Yeah. You know, so you studied, you stayed up all night, you didn't hang out with your boys, you know what Mm-mm. I'm saying? Then comes, you know, next day comes, you're ready to go, and then the fucking teacher comes in, he, you know, he just got a divorce or whatever, he's uh, drunk, he's kind of on a bender. Oh, you know, no. From last night, he's just like, man, fuck this fucking test. I don't give a shit. I'm not doing this goddamn class anymore. I'm not putting out the test. Fuck all y'all. And you're just sitting there, like, everyone's leaving. You know, because they're like, yeah, because we all didn't study, so fuck that. And you're just sitting there with all this knowledge in your head and no one to show it to. You fucking, you did the science fair project. You <laughs> spent, you stayed up overnight. And then finally, day of, the teacher's like, fuck it, we're watching a movie. We're <laughs> not doing the science fair. Fuck your project. And yet nobody else did it, and you're just sitting there. With your fucking, with your thing that's talking about iron and cereal that you did on- <laughs> That's a fucking personal story now. Uh, <laughs> I did a science fair project one year where it was uh, testing how much iron is in cereal by sticking a magnet in bowls of cereal. What the, what the fuck? What about my notes? No, it's Emperor Prick! Wait, Ladies what? and gentlemen, your boy- you know him, you love him. The one, the only, Emperor Prick suggesting, requesting oh. Control System by Absol. Midweek, I messaged you after listening to about half of it. And this is just going to be a fucking, 
the headline, the title for the review. So this is the good Absol album, right? No! You can't do this to me, Muse! Absol cementing himself as the weakest link in Top Dog's chain. This was Uh another three, man, for real. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Absol, the weakest part of this whole album. I liked everyone else. Absol and his weak-ass repetitive choruses and his dumb-ass punchlines can get the fuck out of here. I don't give a shit about this guy at all. He, I can show, he can see the fucking door. This fucking guy. Just, this album sucked, man. I don't remember shit about the other Absol album we listened to, if this was better or worse. But this was just a fucking drag, man. I couldn't stand it. I, I I imagine, I imagine you have different thoughts. You have a different opinion. Sorry, you can't see my face, which is stuck in amazement. <laughs> I, I thought I lost you. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at, the, at the ignorance. Mm-mm. The absolute gall. Oh, fuck no. To call his integrity into question. Mm-mm. Yo, that last album might have been whack. But this, oh. holy shit, I have never heard this man sound so clear. That last album, when we reviewed it, I remember we there was an extra track on there where he was battle rapping someone named Daylight or something. Mm. And the wordplay and all that shit was so important. I was like, where the fuck was this guy? This whole goddamn album. Yo, we get into this album, bro. First of all, first of all, the name of the first track is Solo Ho 3. Is that like a, is this a series? And and if it is, why would you call your own series Solo Ho? Like what? Why are you calling yourself a hoe? I don't understand. We must have missed out. We must be late to the party. Dude, I felt the exact same way about this album that you're talking about. We felt about the last one. Like, the last two tracks, uh, the, yeah, the last two tracks of this album were like the two where I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was mad. Because it's like, I hated everything up until this point, And I was wondering what the fuck happened. Like, the last two tracks were the saving grace, in my opinion. So for me, when I got to track two, simply titled Track Two. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, the, uh, dude, that shit was dope as fuck. He said, flow like the Nile River, yo, it's now or never. You had a release date, but now it's never. <laughs> and he's like, I wiggle through potholes, my destination is vivid. To the end of the road, I'm driven. Y'all tripping. Solo. The only thing I didn't like is the way this motherfucker decided to end the goddamn verse. You'd probably call his ass soul brother number two, and I just took a number two and ate this track number two. Like, <laughs> get, get out. Get out. Get all the fucking way out of here with that bullshit. That's terrible. Like, the whole song up to that point was awesome. And then that happened. And I was just like, why though but then you know he has other lyrics where he's like you know no religion i'm just so explicit i coexist in places you you would never know existed 
Solo here, take a photo like a four-seater. I was like, oh, shit, a photo? That, that was fucking dope. I, I, you cannot hate on this dude. This dude has some nice punches. He has some slick little punchlines. He has some slick fucking topics. Also, I, I just love, like, in, in that song, uh, Bohemian Groove, where he goes, he sounds like he's about to repeat one of the choruses. He's like, motherfuck the goat. And then, like, you hear the girl singing because it's actually her part. And so he just goes, like, motherfuck the goat. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't front on that. That was fucking funny. And, uh, terrorist threats with fucking Danny Brown. Jesus Christ. Where he says, uh, feel my pain going insane. I'm ashamed because I ain't got shit but an EPT card from a fiend that owes me and it's in her daughter's name. How the fuck are they supposed to eat? How the fuck am I supposed to eat? Like, I just love the idea of that, like, <clears throat> he's saying, like, they can't eat because I have their means of eating because that's the only way they could pay me. But then I'm like, Jesus, what fucking way is that to live where I'm, like, you know, paying for my meals with someone else's suffering, literally? Like, Jesus Christ. And pineal gland, which I thought was going to be a penis joke, but it Turned wasn't. Turned out not, no. Where he says, dude, it was bone-chilling. When he says, that's right, you ever been conscious in a coma? And he's like, please don't tell my mama this ain't marijuana. And in the background, you just hear, ooh. I was like, holy fucking God. And then he says, I made my dreams reality, so to speak. Or so they say, I could still be asleep. I was like, yo, imagine, like, being Absol and being like, yo, all of my dreams are coming true after I got out of this coma. And then finding out that it was all a dream and you're actually that you you're not rich or famous at all. That was that was just your coma. Like, oh my god, that's so unsettling. Like it just really keys you into just like the fickleness of celebrity, you know? And uh and then yo, the fucking crown jewel of this goddamn album, double standards. Oh, oh my god. What is that? What rapper do you know that would make a song where he's literally saying, hey, sometimes I want to say no to sex. As a man, sometimes I want to say no to sex. But it's so ingrained in our society that this woman, who, you know, we stereotypically assume should be the person who should be understanding, right? It's like this woman is saying, like, you know, it's like, well, don't be a fucking pussy. Have sex with me. It doesn't matter if it means you're cheating on your wife. You're a man. You're supposed to want sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that sort of bullshit. And then you get to the third verse. Yo. Well, the third verse is, uh, um, hold on. I can't remember. Uh, oh, the third verse where he says, <coughs> he says, you can see the immediate disconnection between a man and a woman, the reason for the aggression. For example, you've heard of Amber Cole, but you don't know that nigga that, that was getting dome. Yo, do you know about the Amber Cole story? No. Mm -mm. <laughs> okay, so a couple years ago on World Star, because of course it was on World Star, mm. this uh, one girl um, was underage girl, by the way. Oh, and so was the guy getting dome. <clears throat> they recorded them having sex and uploaded it to World Star of, of like her sucking his dick. Mm. And you know, like holding the camera, like, oh yeah, she's doing this. Look at this. Haha, <laughs> this is awesome. And, you know, the whole time people were like, oh, my God, where are her parents? Yeah, her mommy and daddy. Oh, she's a bad person. 
how bad of a person you are. You're horrible. Meanwhile, do we even remember the name of the dude who did? Because I fucking don't remember his name. Mm. I don't remember the guy at all. And it's like, it just sort of tells us, it's like, men are not judged for having sex. Women are judged for having sex. You know uh, yeah, what I'm that's, saying? That's a damn good point. And I was just like, God damn, like, you just don't hear this, you know? And um, <clears throat> and also, I just like mixed emotions for that chorus where he says, one time for my niggas pour it up. Yup, match a line. Get screwed up like the neck on Frankenstein. <laughs> and he says, but as of late, all I see is Poe, like Section 8. And, like, because that's one of those punchlines. It's like, I didn't immediately get it, but I was like, I know this is referring to something. Mm. And then you look it up and you're like, oh, all I see is poor people, like, on Section 8. But all I see is pouring the alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, oh, I got you. See, look, man, and, yo, schoolboy Q, oh, no, not even that, yo, Sofa, yo, he said, uh, 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 uh he was like, oh, you the kid? Well, I'm Joseph Coney. God damn! <laughs> and this year was 2012? Holy shit! If that's shit. not a fucking dated-ass reference for your ass. At the but time, the it was timely. <laughs> the fucking disrespect. The disrespect, because, was it Coney? He was leading, like, a child... Rebel yeah, the fucking invisible like children movement or whatever it was called. Yeah, fucking like, Coney twenty twelve. That was God. a big fuck thing that Damn. nobody talks about anymore. Well, it yeah, just didn't went it away. Be a hoax because they weren't. There was no evidence that the guy that they were saying it was was actually the guy. I don't know if it was an entire hoax. The only part of the story I remember was the guy who like ran the campaign ended up like running off with everyone's money and not doing yeah. shit with it. And then he, like, showed up randomly on, like, the Sunset Strip somewhere in California. It was just, like, jerking off in public. Oh, Christ. I did not hear that part. Yeah. Because oh, that's a South Park episode that ended with, like, what do you do when you make a problematic documentary? Because uh, they were trying to, like, expose something, mm. you know, that was wrong with the school. and But it turned out they were wrong. It's like, well, what do you do? Yeah, go to the middle of California and pull your pants down and jerk off. Mm. Man, that really is like a truth is stranger than fiction thing, right? Yeah. You think like, man, someone ru- running down the city streets and jerking off? Wow, that does sound like something that they would put on South Park. And like for them to respond like, I don't know, we were imitating something that happened for real. It's like, oh. You know? Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, getting back to it. So, he, yo, he says, she got that magical vaginal, let me hocus poke. Yo. Um. You can't run on that one. That's just yeah. clever as fuck. That's just clever as fuck. You just mad you didn't think of it first. Some of and this shit's kind of corny. I'll row, row, row my boat gently down your stream. That was like some fucking chef shit. Yeah, <laughs> that is. <laughs> oh, God. He says, and I ain't ever been a motherfucking lick unless I'm around the clip. Mm. Oh, shit. And yo, yo, my man schoolboy Q comes in. Yo, you know I I basically hated this word since Lil B ruined it. But when he came oh, out, that's said, right. Big bro, big bro, big bro, big bro. <laughs> Bitch, what you know about big bro? Suddenly, ah. I was like, oh fuck, are we just not hip? Are we just are we just not in the know? We didn't know about big bro, dude. I will say though, even if I did know what that fucking meant. 
There's no excuse for how many times fucking uh, Lil B said that shit. No, not at all. Even if it had a legit meaning, and it was something we just weren't hip to, there's no excusing that shit. <laughs> I think it was just like a type of chain. Like a really thick chain. Oh, okay. But yeah, right. like that's not worth... I mean, I mean, I personally don't find that much worth in chains anyway, but still. Yeah, I wouldn't be shouting about it like that. Yeah. And then Lust Demons, which, oh my god, that needs to go on your playlist. You're, you're, you're getting down and dirty playlist, bro. That shit was so sexy. Oh my god. And Illuminate, I remember this one from GTA 5. It was actually oh. the, the soundtrack, yeah. So, we have this beautiful compilation. Bro, I was listening to this song, and the two verses happened, right? I'm just like, mmm, beautiful, glorious, wonderful, five-star track. Couldn't be any less. And then I look on the lyric sheet and go like, oh shit, there's a third verse by Kendrick Lamar. I'm just like, I, I just changed it to a six, because I was like, all right, I, <laughs> I don't even need, like, I don't, I know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this song has literally been great. <clears throat> it's about to be perfect. And lo and fucking behold, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ jumped up in a birchback canoe. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I, I, all I can do is give you a, 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 exclamations to describe what was happening in that fucking song. Jesus. Oh, God. And fucking a rebellion? Yo! Yo! The simplicity. The simplicity where he said, I just want to grab the heater, run right into that cathedral, aim it right at the preacher for, mis for miseducating the people. I might be all alone on this one. I might be all alone on this one. You know, like the whole song is just like, I understand if this is too far, but like, fuck it. I just got to say this, you know? And yo, where he says, I just want to take that banger and aim it right at my maker for placing me around all this danger. I can't even trust my neighbor. I know I'm all alone on this one. Like, you know, like this whole album, he's talking about how, like, I'm trying to lead people to the light and, you know, enlightenment and education. And, and you know, that involves God because I believe in God. And then for him to be like, I wish I could fucking kill God. Like, you know, like, I wish I could perform fucking Deicide. You know what I'm saying? Fucking fucking Kratos God of War out this bitch. <laughs> Ares! <laughs> you and me, we're 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 at odds right now because I am totally gonna say it. Like after hearing this album, I completely understand what everyone was talking about. This is one of those rare moments for me where it's like the people who are talking all that shit, like, okay, yeah, sure, this is gonna be the one to change my mind. It straight up did. This is a completely fantastic piece of work, and I'm fucking glad that I checked it out. Um, was there even anything else that I wanted to say? Oh, yeah, where he says, a bum house on Skid Row ain't this potent... Uh, wait, bum house. The way he says it makes more sense, because uh, I need to get the whole context of the lyric, but fuck it. Uh, oh, he says, yo, I move weight like gastric bypass. Look, this man is not playing with you. Fucking. Oh, oh, and then he says, niggas looking at me like I don't hear myself. Like I don't know pain. I've been here myself. I just love the idea that like 
You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Man, I know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) Yeah, I I wasn't as impressed by your boy. Oh! That, you know, it might take another listen for that to really, really, you know, connect, to click for me. But I'm sticking with my three. No. Um, on this one, I assume you're going fucking balls five, to the wall on this one. Fucking five and a half type of shit. Oof. Yes. This is fucking on there. This is on that fucking Illmatic level, bro. I'm not wow. afraid to say it. I am not afraid to say it. Damn. Yeah. Well, there you go, the, folks. The I hype guess you're right. is real. So what the fuck happened? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the question now. Is why is this fucking album from 2012 so much better than the, the fucking more recent one we listened to? What happened? Well, that about wraps it up for this week's episode of the Going Off Podcast. Thank you very much for checking us out. And to reiterate, if you have an album that you want us to review on the podcast and you want to request it for us, it is a one-time pledge to either patreon.com slash rapcritic or patreon.com slash muse. Check out our links for details. Big thanks out again to Emperor Prick for requesting Absol Control System. Like I had said, um, you know, it's as simple as a one-time pledge to get us talking about an album you either really enjoy and want to hear our thoughts on, or if you just happen to feel like torturing us. That's been the case, too. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe to us on our uh, respective YouTubes. And also, I've mentioned the Patreon before, but Patreon is becoming that much more important, so uh, check us out on there and help us out if you can. And until next week, for the Going Off Podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And, goddamn, life is fucking beautiful and horrible and everything. But keep doing it, because, you know, it's always a chance to make it better, you know?